Welcome back to Party Mum Plus One. This is episode five. Uh, how exciting. How are we doing? Sun is shining here in lovely, lovely Yorkshire. I hope it's nice where you are. Um, how did you like that Richie Beckett episode? Isn't he the nicest person ever? Uh, so talented. So, so humble. Go and check that out if you haven't already. And uh, I'm sure you're already familiar with his work because he's rather, rather popular. I hear. Yeah, and he's really good. So anyway, uh, for this week's episode, I spoke to my lovely friend, Stephanie Luke of The Coat Hangers, awesome all-women band from Atlanta, Georgia, who I love. Haven't seen them for a little while. But yeah, we had a really good laugh, actually. A few little personal notes in there, and also just talking about pivoting life in these like weird times. Uh, unprecedented times, man. Uh, also, we say pivot quite a lot, so if you want to have a drink ready and have a sip every time Steph says pivot, <laughs> that might be a fun game for you. Uh, anyway, here it is. I hope you enjoy it. This microphone is so temperamental. It's rubbish. <laughs> Everything I touch that's uh, technological is rubbish, so... <laughs> It's like, oh, it's the best uh, podcasting microphone, just plug and play. But every time there's something wrong with it, so. <laughs> it's just your energy. Yeah. Everything's just short-circuiting immediately. <laughs> how have you been? Yeah, not bad. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. Where are you? It just, looks lovely. I'm in, uh, I'm at my house. In Atlanta. In Atlanta. Yeah, Where, yeah, yeah. Whereabouts uh, do you live in? I live in a place called People's Town. Um, and it's like right outside of downtown, more mm -hmm. towards the airport. Oh, <laughs> uh, right. Okay. It's living in luxury. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cute little house. The neighborhood's a little sketchy, but I, I kind of love that. Yeah. And I love it. <laughs> Keeps me on my toes. <laughs> I once saw uh, a car on fire just outside the airport. Oh, lovely! Yes, my friend picked me yes, up. Yes, no, they do. Um, they do drag racing up and down the side street next to us. So oh, every now and then we get a little show. Yeah. Is it, no <laughs> is it not really noisy all the time? There's, I mean, it's it's noisy on the weekends, but um, I don't know. I, I like hearing that kind of life. You yeah, know, yeah. like there's still life out there. It got so quiet at the beginning of quarantine. Mm -hmm. It freaked me out. Mm. Uh, because yeah. I'm so used to hearing sound, like city sounds. So yeah, yeah. How how is the whole thing going over there with y'all's COVID stitch? Well, apparently, it was it, well, it was a shit show. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Yeah, same. Well, it's finally up over here, but yeah, they just didn't do anything for ages. My mom, like a couple yeah. of days, like a city break, and I was going to see my friend's band from Norway who were there and my friend was like oh we're going home no show and I was like why and he's like what, what? <laughs> yeah I didn't because I had no idea how serious it was or anything well I think I think all like especially maybe both of our governments kind of kept it in the shadows like they didn't yeah. want us uh, they didn't want to shut down the economy so you know but yeah, just keep it hush hush because apparently there was loads of meetings beforehand and fucking Boris Johnson Isn't just didn't, crazy? Go, just yeah, didn't go to any of them he missed like six meetings and, uh, well, it's like when they when they when they dumb it down and they act like it's not a big fucking deal, then mm. you know we have no idea what the fuck is going on. Exactly. So yeah. a year later, yeah. <laughs> this is the first I put makeup on for this because I wanted. Uh, yeah, to I was like, what? <laughs> I want to look fancy for you. I have one, a, and I'm wearing a bra. Oh yeah, big day. I'm wearing a half bra, not real, not full oh, one. Yeah, because the first one I did, I was like, oh, I suppose I should like make a bit of effort because it's a video. <laughs> And I was like, oh my well, God. Long, like, it's like, you know, I mean, I've been living in like sweatpants for the past year, basically. You know, it's like I go to work maybe I was I was going to work for like three to four days a week, but then I started uh -huh. going, I went back to college. So oh, really? Yeah. I I just I knew 
Like I'm having a little bit of wine at one o'clock in the afternoon. Because <laughs> um, I was like, well, this is a fan. This is fancy, like girl time. So, um, but yeah. So I just, I was, I was just know myself, and I was like, I can't. You know, all of our, all the co- coat hangers dates got canceled. Yeah, of course. Um, just like everybody else, you mm-hmm. know, nothing special there. But I was like, I, I can't just sit around the fucking house. Like I'll just drink myself into a coma. You know, out of nothing else to do. I tell you what. So, um, so yeah, so I started going back to school and it's hard, but it's nice to use my brain again. Yeah. It still works. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> what are you studying? Uh, I'm studying uh, human anatomy and physiology. Ooh. Is, it's is way harder. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that would be easy, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to like, just, you know, slowly go through school to uh I, I would like to become an x-ray tech because right, yeah cool you know it's like it's always gonna be it's always gonna be a job that's around so yeah. and it's not like i'm gonna like like i'm quitting music you know it's no. just it's just nice to have something on the side and then you yeah, know I'm, especially I'm the no moment. yeah and it's and then like i said it's just good to have some like responsibility yeah 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 because the, the drinking thing right in the beginning we got drunk like all the time but like really drunk, like dancing in the kitchen drunk like a few nights a week. And now yeah. not so much because we just no. started being productive and doing yourself out. Yeah. yeah. I got, I got sober for a, for like seven months and then we started drinking again in August of last yeah. year. And, but I mean, just not being able to go out to the bars um, and just hang out with people, mm-hmm. you know, we, now we drink maybe like once, you know, it's like we drink mildly you know unless yeah, it's like I see my sister, and then it's like <laughs> forget about it <laughs> but um but yeah but yeah I think everyone was doing that because it was also just so creepy there was just yeah it, it was like this pan I mean who knew that our generation would live through a pandemic I know Sounds not like something of like 1900s shit you know <laughs> like yeah, okay sure in the beginning we were like the the anxiety for me anyway was crazy like not right. having really any clue what was going on. When was it? We're like, shit, is this just what stuff's going to be like now? And I remember the yeah. first time I went out, just seeing people in masks in like the shop was really weird and a bit scary. Oh, it was like, yeah. Like, I was like, yeah. Yeah. Like out of some, like, uh, what's that film? Like Contagion or something. Yeah. 28 days. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh God. Like, yeah. yeah. And obviously, obviously, I agree with that, but it was weird to see. People, the first time I went outside and see people like with masks and stuff on and that was really strange yeah and in the in the beginning I feel like people were pretty vigilant like keeping their distances and they were staggering people into supermarkets now oh, yeah. it's just like nobody gives a shit because <laughs> uh-huh. we had like a bit of nice weather last week there was like I don't know how many hundred people in my local park like all on top of each other all having barbecues I know it's outside but just great and people Thank taking their whole entire it. families to go to the, the supermarket <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. It's like, that's kind of, I mean, that's exactly the same as it is here. As soon as yeah. it's a nice day, everybody goes to the bar. Yeah. And even though they're sitting outside, I'm like, it's, you know, we, I guess I, we, we feel a little bit more safe because we're, we're getting the vaccine, yeah. which I know, you know, that's a very personal choice. I'm not like promoting it, but, no. um, but for us, it's just like, you know, Dan's uncle got it really bad. And like, mm-hmm. I didn't want my, my parents are in their seventies yeah. and just I just and I don't have insurance so it's like no, I just scary. Mind. yeah it's like if I could just not end up in the hospital that'd be great like yeah. I don't care if I get sick for a little bit but you know because and, and that's the weird thing it's like some people had it really bad and then some people it's just like oh it's just like a little cold you know yeah. but um but I, I feel like I don't know I'm just glad I'm just glad you know we have the ability to to get the vaccine here I mean it's like it's kind of like you know, people forget how lucky we are. And then, you know, of course, America with the whole Trump and QAnon shit. Mm. I tell you what, people politicized, you it's know. It's a whole other layer of crazy on top of Girl. everything else. And it was embarrassing. I was just like, come on. Like, you know, like, get like, get out of here with that shit. Yeah, it's just, some, of the, yeah. some of the it's, stuff I heard was nuts. It was a woman who was like a QAnon supporter. She was quite 
well off. I don't know what she did beforehand or she was on some TV. They usually are. Or they're total rednecks. Yeah. Yeah. She was on some TV show previously, I think. She was like a, a, a real estate agent. So I don't know if she was on one of the uh, reality Reality shows. Yeah. But she'd done like an article with someone because she now realized she was wrong and she was like, oh, it was my mental health and I just had a, a blip and I yeah. started believing all this stuff and, and all her friends are like, fuck no, we want nothing to do with you now. <laughs> Because what are you going to do next? You know, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think um, there's a thing on HBO. Uh, mm-hmm. It's got HBO on the Roku or the PlayStation. Um, yeah. And it's all about QAnon building up to, to right. when they attack their state capital. And I didn't even know like how big of a deal. Cause I'm not on the internet. Like I get on Instagram every now yeah. and then that's like my, like I tried to figure out TikTok, forget about it. No. Like I'm too old for that. Like I just, yeah. like it just, well, I'm like, but how do you work it? You know, like, so, um, but yeah, I had no, no idea how deep it ran, but yeah. I think also maybe people being cooped up for so long, they just needed something to do. And, and the, yeah. the best way to connect with people, I guess, is online, you know? Yeah. Instead yeah. of getting a weird hobby. I don't know. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Because like, I mean, we, everywhere has the crazy people, I suppose, but no, there's exactly, nothing like yeah. that, quite like that here. I feel, like. I, feel like, I feel like we really raised the bar. Yeah. There was a point when we would go, you know, when we would, coat hangers would tour over, you know, in Europe. Yeah. And you're like, oh, you're Canadian. I'm like, yes. <laughs> yes, I'm Canadian. During the Trump regime, I was like, yeah, I'm totally Canadian. Those Americans are crazy. <laughs> eh? You know, I was just like, I'll go with Canadian. Like yeah, it was so, it. it was just such a, you know, just such a mind fuck. So um, but anyways, uh, you know, I I politicians in general, mm. y- you can't really cross them far no. and you throw them. But I, I definitely will say there's been this huge shift in America mm-hmm. since um, you know, since Trump has been out of office. It's just so nice to wake up and not have to hear his stupid m- mouth. <laughs> yeah. 24-7. Stupid tweets and just his like his his he's just so hateful and just so ignorant and um so it's that de- we've definitely shifted to a to a you know less stressful environment politically I yeah feel. I, yeah I think yeah that's a good way to describe it I feel like it's not like we all know it's not perfect but it's not no. quite as infu- <laughs> not as infuriating as someone being like yeah I'm the best yeah like a six year old have to stop watching the news like i can't like i cannot listen to no. the, the the bullshit that comes out of this i can't like if i saw him pop up on anything even if it was like a segment of a news program or anything else i just had to like nope. skip past it i can't i can't deal nope. with swipe, deal swipe with. left yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god keep watching <laughs> so many left where's my cat you want to see my cat sure yeah Oh, hi, cat. <laughs> we this is a little this is a little street cat we rescued. Oh. You know, he started uh coming up to the back porch a year ago. Okay. And I started eating it. And yeah. um mistake number one. <laughs> that's what Dan said. That's what my boyfriend Dan said. He was like, Don't wait, because then we're gonna have a cat. And I was like, yeah. I know. Because <laughs> I wanted I wanted a cat. Yeah. So um so anywho, so we rescued him and he's like a dog. We still just let him out to do his little business. Right. But he, he likes to be in the right house. Back. He sleeps with me every night. He's really sweet. It's so weird because he was totally, he was a son of a bitch at the beginning. Oh, really? I think That's... it's just because he's been on, he's been on the streets yeah. for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, it's nice having the dogs around and I stuff. I was to say, you've got your babies. Yeah, they're downstairs. But yeah, it's definitely nice. To have the... And even like, because you can't do anything else apart from go for a walk. And when we're allowed to see people, it's like, you can have, you can see one other person six feet apart outside somewhere. But it's yeah. nice to have a walk with a purpose, I suppose. Like take the dog yeah. out instead of just walking around the field cool. again. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I tried the exercise thing and I was like, fuck this. I was like, this is my new weight. Fuck you. Like, I'm I'm almost 40 and I'm just like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna drink wine and I'm gonna eat fucking food. Yeah. And that whole phase is past of like, you know, yeah. trying to be whatever people mm-hmm. want you to be. And I think our societies have really embraced that, like of yeah. like not having to look a certain fucking way, mm-hmm. you know. Um, which is great. Yeah, because uh, well, this for every action there's like a reaction isn't there because people at the beginning were like 
I'm going to learn yoga or I'm going to learn a new language. I'm going to do like, I have, we yeah. have to be productive. Like, well, if you've got all this spare time, why are you yeah. not doing anything? And like, if you're not doing anything, then there's, you're lazy or there's something wrong with and you. You're, yeah. Then you're a fucking asshole. Yeah. And I was like, uh, yeah. I did try felting, which is like, <laughs> I made these little, like these little, like felt bears. And yeah. Like, but it's like the 3d kind of like, uh, yeah. Type and thing and I'll tell you how long I did it for like a fucking month. And then I was like, I'm not like, I don't, di- I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not a like, you know, but whatever I don't, I don't sew i don't cook i don't bake i tried baking that was a fucking nightmare <laughs> baking's hard so, baking's like science girl i'll tell you what i work at a bakery right now and oh, do I, you? yeah nice i don't bake obviously i just like help uh because it used to be a restaurant they had to close it down oh, and they okay. pivoted and um so i work at the farmer's market uh-huh i have up at five o'clock in the morning, Crystal. Oh my gosh. Can you believe this bitch gets up that early? No, that's usually I... when we go to bed. <laughs> when <we're seeing> each other. <laughs> Dude, I, I tell you what, when we used to, you know, whenever you came to our shows, that was really the best. Oh, thank you. That's nice. Yeah, I missed that. Yeah. That was that's always the best part of tours when you you make yeah. these friendships. Uh-huh. And you, you you know, it's like, of course, playing the show is great, but when yeah. you really get to, to see your homies, it's yeah. like and yeah. I love coming there as well, but I've not been to Atlanta for ages now. But obviously, oh, you're, you're not missing much. Yeah. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, but no, I, I don't know. Like, are, are people starting to start shows like in October over there? Yeah, well, they're saying, I was talking to my friend Justin about this the other day for this as well. He's supposed yeah. to play, you know, the Locust, they're supposed to play a festival here in, oh my God. <laughs> in August. And I was like, like postponed from last year and i was like oh, it's not that far away not like a fucking yobbo like dickhead drink your beer walk right shit festival <laughs> like it's not like leeds festival <laughs> it's like a a smaller whatever but yeah. he was like oh, i don't know if is there a warm-up or something like because they're saying they're going to do leeds and reading festival which is huge it's like sixty thousand people a day oh my god yeah they're, they're saying it, it's dependent on numbers but i think don't go telling people in England that they can go to the pub and do normal stuff and then go back on it because people just aren't going to fucking listen. Like you did that once already. Same thing in the South. I mean, it's just like, oh yeah, well, fuck you, man. Like, like, (laughs) I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah. And it's like, I've, I've, I've seen some um, bands posting like touring and like, yeah, like maybe in October. I've seen some people trying to do stuff in August, you know, around town, but um. I don't know. I think, you know, I think wearing the mask is still, even if I, like, I, the thing is, is like, even if I have the vaccine, I can still give it to people. So yeah. it's like, I'm obviously still going to wear a mask until. Yeah, that's what come. I worry about. I've had my first one. I've got to have the second dose in a few weeks. Me but too. Yeah. I worry about other people as well. Cause if yeah. you still carry it on or I might not know. And that's exactly. still a thing. So I'm like, until more like- people have it. And that's when, you know, these Karens over here, you know, they, they film these bitches like, or do chads, I guess is what they're calling them. <laughs> Either name though. I think that's very unfair to nice Karens and chads, but, uh, but you know, when they're just like so adamant about not wearing it, I'm like, yeah. not everything is about you. It's about society as a whole. Yeah. And you know, we've become, I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know shit, but I, I feel like in my opinion, we've become a society of me, 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 me. Mm. And um especially that in sucks. the States, I feel like. Yeah, it really, it's really it really sucks because it's like, hey, hold up, like this isn't about you. This is about yeah. everybody. And this yeah. is about your community. About and this the little is about- lady down the street or like the person that I don't know, cleaves your yeah. car for you or makes your like I have to work like you know like you, you know Dan has to record bands in his studio with the mask on it's obviously it sucks but it's yeah. like so does everything else so it's yeah. just like but the difference is it means you can work and you can- is that it's for a reason yeah and also people that are working that have to just you know mm-hmm. to stay afloat that are working in supermarkets yeah. on transport whatever like at least yeah. do it for them like they're dealing with way more footfall than you are all day so just like be a bit nicer stop being a dick yeah <laughs> that's like a very well here as well but it's like a very specific 
American trait is like individualism. Like this is my this is my choice. Like yeah, this, the is state, my, this is yeah, it's very American. American. I love it is very American, and I I um you know. That's why, you know, with code hangers, there's people like, why are you so angry? And I'm like, why are you not angry? <laughs> Nailed it, Crystal. Like, I'm just like, for real though? Like, there's so many. And, you know, it's like, I love like, you know, there's so many different movements happening again yeah. with the Me Too movement, the Black Lives Matter movement. Yeah. Uh, now we've got this awful shit going on with Asian Americans uh-huh. um, or just, you know, Asian uh people in general, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like, it's, it's, I feel like, you know, as evil as the internet can be, it can also be such a platform for awareness and, and, um, and yeah, even it's just like when people, you know, especially being from the South, luckily in Atlanta, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a city city, you know, it's not really like the rest of Georgia. Damn, you go out of there. It's just like, people are just, still stuck in this era of like but why like why does it matter and i'm like yeah what's wrong with you like open like open your eyes man like stop thinking about yourself yeah and i think people like that maybe just kind of live locally they don't think outside their i don't know it's like any small town radius that they live in they got and they really don't care their work the house the place they drink on a weekend Uh the school they take their kids and that's it that's just there's nothing much yeah. more tell- life is a lot simpler for them so it must I mean must be nice <laughs> but <it's> all- <laughs> must be nice <laughs> but it's like uh, it's kind of like, I don't know if it's like willful ignorance or it's just it's like ignorance is bliss you know like the, do- the well, number wiser well people are like you know people want to be comfortable and they want to yeah. be safe and they want to be and they don't like it's really hard to you know, I think, uh, you know, with some like, especially like older people, um, yeah. or people who are raised and born in such a situation where that's all yeah. they hear all the time yeah. to, to have to change your whole world view is very uncomfortable. And you yeah, don't want to confronting, do isn't it? Basically, they've got, yeah. And then you're going against, well, you have a different ideal than your mm-hmm. family. And it's like, you know, it's like with anything else that's difficult, you know, in the LGBTQ community. I mean, I feel like what makes me really happy, though, is from, you know, 20 something years ago when I was in high school, mm-hmm. you know, I used to be called lesbian all the time and that was an insult. Yeah. Okay. If I had short hair and now, you know, and I never, I, I never, I took it as an insult a little bit, but not really. Cause I was like, so what if I look like a dude, like, fuck you. Yeah. But it was like, now it's like, you you see these and I'm not saying it's any easier, but I feel like it's people are more aware of, mm you know, and, and a little bit more accepting. I hope I, I don't know if that's, if, if I'm a hundred percent correct, I hope I'm correct on that, yeah. but you know, and, and with the coat hangers, we've always supported that so much because it's just about being yourself and, and not having to worry about being judged, yeah. you know, on, on whether it's, I mean, there's so many different things to judge, yeah. be judged about, but you know, I just, yeah, I just don't understand like how hateful and, Mm-hmm. um how hateful people can be it's it's a real mind trip it must just be exhausting as well I feel like it seems like a lot of work yeah. like like I'm like it's just so much easier to like just be like hey man like yeah fuck yeah you do you like <laughs> and I'm oh, fucking oh, you, but I love you young man's got pink hair and he's holding hands with another boy oh that's nice <laughs> like yeah and it's like you know when I start drinking me. for that well, when I stopped drinking for that seven month period, uh-huh. you know, it really helped because it really took, it, you know, I was going to AA, which really helped because uh-huh. it, you know, it, it made me realize it's not all about me. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay. it's like, it made me open my eyes, you know, to like just everything and, and mm-hmm. just to stop thinking about, you know, cause alcoholism and, you know, doing drugs all the time it, it and then having depression and anxiety on top of that. Right. Okay. Yes. It's a roundhouse kick. And I think yeah. what happened is being on tour for so long. Mm-hmm. You don't get a break from the chaos. Well, and it was like, it was like this round robin yeah. where it was like, well, I'm bored and depressed. So I'm going to drink. And then I'm bored and depressed. So I'm going to drink. You know, mm-hmm. it was like just this like forever yeah, carousel. So cool. shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, yeah, I was just only thinking about how upset I was about things right. that were we weren't a big thing you know so it was a real it, it really opened my eyes to 
to how grateful I should be. Right, and also okay. well, how pretty cool shit is, you know? And, <laughs> yeah. And it's not so bad. And it was just really good to, to, to have that huge, I mean, cause seven months for me might as well have been seven years. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's something that also, it's just, it, it's also open my eyes. It's like, I don't have to get fucked up all the time. You yeah. know, it's, it's, it's exhausting and it's, it is, uh, yeah. Also, don't have the money for it. Yeah, like, girl, I'm drinking boxed wine over here. Okay, yeah, yeah. I've I've uh, taken to drinking. What is it? It's like Aldi 4.99 rosé. It's got like a little butterfly on the front of it or something. But it, it's, it, it's fine. I like it. I can't tell the goddamn difference between a <laughs> bottle of forty dollar wine or no. a fifteen dollar box. Like, <laughs> I really, I don't care. You know. No. Um, I just wanted to to relax me a little bit yeah, and sure. you know, just get a little happy. <laughs> so, did, did something prompt you specifically to go to AA, or did you? It was because I literally could not just quit drinking right. by myself. The, like it, it when just, you were just at home through lockdown. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, I and I also had a turning point where I had a really bad. Um, uh, what do they call it? Like it's like where you hit rock bottom on my right, birthday. Like an episode is that a good word? I don't know. It was uh, it was more than an episode. It was okay. definitely my rock bottom. It was the lowest I'd ever gotten. I did some really stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Ended up in the hospital oh, no. for three days. Um, and you know when I came out of it, I was just like, it was one of those things where I was like, okay, well this cannot continue. Like this no. is crazy like what am I doing you know and it was like that uh I'm sorry I'm making light of it but I kind of have to but like scared straight you know (laughs) no it's true yeah and that's a that's a that phrase made sense to me after that so Mm -hmm. um me and my boyfriend Dan he doesn't really drink that much but you know we would party together so when I when I told him I was like hey I gotta I gotta stop this shit altogether Mm -hmm. for a while and he did it with me and great fucking love that motherfucker yeah so (laughs) we were we were you know stone sober for the beginning uh from like yeah uh december until august of last year and you know and then we dipped our toes back in Mm -hmm. and like i said it's just i don't drink the way i don't drink to get drunk to forget you know i don't drink to get to to just like leave reality you know yeah i think a lot of people that well not a lot the people i have spoken that are kind of like in your or that were in your position or that i know right. that drink have said similar things they're like i never even realized but i was drinking to excess to kind of like numb myself basically totally and or, just to like just like you know with pouring it was just like you know you show up for to to load in at mm-hmm. like four or five in the afternoon and then yeah. you don't go till midnight and i'm yeah, just sitting at a bar yeah and you know it's like well I, I mean what the fuck else am i you know and i also do i mean there's a part of me that loves like being able to just like shoot the shit with the guy next to me you know yeah of course i love that because i've also been a bartender for uh-huh. like 15 years so yeah. it's like that's a whole part it's of my life but you, yeah but you know it's like um but yeah, it's it's just it's just pivoting, and you know, just like it was a great awakening, mm-hmm. you know, as corny as it sounds for me. And you know, since then, it's like I'll, I'll I've just been just like, man, you were so like such a drag, <laughs> you know. I feel I feel bad, you know, because it's like half the time you know, I was just a drag, man, and it was just like it, it, you just have to, you know. I think also getting older. Yeah. turning 40 here it's just like okay well what are you gonna do who are you gonna be right you know okay. are you gonna be the sad sack who only thinks about what's not happening or are you mm-hmm. gonna be grateful for all the cool right. shit you've okay. done and then also going back to school has really helped with that too because mm-hmm. i'm i'm fucking kicking it man i'm fucking yeah. killing it right yeah and you've got to be so, more, you just have to be more productive and kind of like you said responsible yeah and, and it's also like everybody needs like a you know like a purpose or like an outlet you know yeah and since music was taken away that was a that was a real kick in the balls you know yeah because i mean I for should... everyone i can't even imagine i mean and i'm not just speaking about you know my bands i'm talking about everybody mm-hmm. you know i mean it's just crazy and there's so many venues that have gone under oh my god you know? I know. 
It's such a shame. It, it really, venues that have been like institutions for bands. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Ones, well, a, lo- a lot over here have like, um, you know, done fundraisers and people have been giving them like, I don't know, merch, bits and pieces like that to give away. Yeah. Um, raffles and all that kind of stuff. But that's, you know, might be 20 quid here, 30 pounds there, 50 pounds. If you, yeah. if you went to a pub in London, that's ridiculous Dude. money. Can't how, do you, how do you keep up with that when you can't sell beer? And <laughs> no shit, right? Yeah. Because a lot of places, and let you know, even if you are a restaurant or something, it's like they still weren't. You know, they're still just now letting people eat again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, um, but yeah, but it's you know, I I just it, it's just it's also was this thing where when it was when that was taken away, mm-hmm. at least for me, it it made me also realize how much music is. <laughs> so integral and just so important just not even playing like playing shows obviously but also just going out on a random Wednesday and going to the local venue and just seeing who the hell's playing anything yeah 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 and you know now it's like I imagine like being like this close to someone and like oh god yeah I know even even seeing stuff on tv like old just films or whatever and there's like a club scene and I'm like like, oh god now but now, because I haven't been out for so long, I'll see like the crappiest looking club or bar on a TV show. Like, you know, when it's just like a few extras in the bar, yeah. <laughs> they do yeah. some shit dancing. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I really want to go to that bar. Like, <laughs> because of wonderful. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm it's... so withdrawn. Like, oh. I feel like we're all going to be like a little traumatized after. Yeah. This. Yeah. Um, I'm not quite I'm sure gonna... how we're going to integrate ourselves back into it really it's gonna be I, yeah and everyone's talking about going back to normal and i'm like i think you know that's that's Probably never so happen. but yeah that's all i'm gonna take you outside if that's okay yeah yeah have a smoke i try i quit smoking for three months and you can tell how great <laughs> that did you find when you stopped drinking were you like smoking more or drinking loads of coffee yeah. Oh, like, coffee yeah yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Totally. And it was one of those things where I was just like, I don't know how to do it myself. Like, what the yeah. fuck do I do? Like, people are like, what's your hobby? And I'm like, getting fucked up. <laughs> Playing drums, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, being in the coat hangers for, I mean, it's been almost whew, like 15 years. Gosh. Yeah. Girl, please. I was like, I was like, nope. I was like, 2000 was just a couple years ago yeah it wasn't yeah. 20 years ago i said that the car the other day i was like i still think of 1980 as being 20 years ago <laughs> no, oh my god <laughs> yes when i have to card people at the place i work it's like 1992 i'm like fuck you i'm like oh yeah. fuck yourself like i can't even deal with you right now yeah, same. um <laughs> but you know it's like you know i i don't i don't feel very i don't feel very different than i did 20 years ago i just feel uh, i'm just happier you know yeah i think that that's another obviously the sobriety and stuff aside i think like you said just getting older is really nice and i i pick my battles and there's not a lot of battles anymore you know it's just like i'm just like i'm exhausted like whatever (laughs) like seriously like if that's how i mean i'm just like okay fine you know Yeah. yeah i'm just glad to be here I'm learning to do that as well because I'd get so. I mean, obviously, there's important things to be angry about, but there's other stuff as well that right. just wind me up. And I'd be like, "Oh God!" But then they did this, and someone would go, "Oh well, it doesn't matter. Leave them to it." And I'm like, "No, no, we don't. Understand. No, no, they must be taught a lesson." <laughs> yeah. Or I have to like you know get the last word in. But yeah, I think like you said, but that's exhausting as well. So yeah, it's like, just like yeah, picking your whatever. battles is a good way to put it. Is knowing where to yeah. put your energy and it's just. I don't, you know, it's like, especially just, I, d- I just don't want to put any bad, I want to put less bad vibes out there, you know, mm-hmm. as hippie as that sounds, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, but it, it's just, it usually that, uh, like, wh- like if, you know, a customer's being rude or someone's yeah. being rude, all I can think in my mind is like, oh, something's going on in your life that right. you're just kind of taking out on me. Uh-huh. And then it just kind of makes me feel more sad for that person right. now, instead of getting all riled up. Especially at the mm-hmm. moment, because stuff's just harder for everybody in general. Well, yeah, and people have people like, a bit more leeway. People like being isolated. You know, I think 
have forgotten, especially if you're by yourself. I mean, for yeah. this long, like, people kind of forget how to interact with other humans. Yeah. Yeah. And we it's met, like, we met some friends for a walk a few weeks ago uh, to take the dogs out. Yeah. And I was like, uh, Oh God. Oh God. The other day. And my boyfriend was like, what's wrong? I was like, what if we're weird? It's like, I haven't seen, <laughs> I haven't seen anybody. What do I <laughs> say? Yeah, we have our stupid in jokes and whatever we say to each other, like you do. And I was like, Am I gonna just start? I don't know, just like verbal (laughs) diarrhea going out of me. It's true, and you know what? I think that's another thing that's just gonna take time, but you know what? It's, I just, whenever I get all pouty about something, I'm like, Well, I haven't lost anyone, yeah, well. We lost a couple friends over COVID due to suicide, and that was really, yeah, man. Oh, I'm sorry. I That's mean, awful. um, and you know, we, you, you included, you know, so many musicians. You're so attached to the mm. music world. Mm. You know, we've lost so many friends to that before this. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but you know, hearing that it was because they were alone is just like, oh. Oh, it's just heartbreaking, um, isn't it? Especially because you can't go and comfort your other mutual friends as well. You can't it definitely come made together. me reach out to people more often. You know, yeah, I'm not okay. really a own person, so no, me neither, <laughs> really. And now it's like you know, my my friend, you know, my friend list is very limited just because yeah. of life. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, it definitely made me realize I need to to be more in touch with people. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's another good lesson learned. Yeah, definitely. I have a little birthday dinner for my sister tonight. So oh, that's nice. Good. Yeah. So, so um, are you, do you, does she live nearby? Are you, are you, yes. what, are you allowed to see people there? You can kind of just make, mix in your bubbles or whatever it is. Well, yeah, it's like, it's like I, I, I have, I've only seen a few people. We've only been to, um, this one bar called Righteous Room because they have outdoor seating, but yeah, I only yeah, right, go. Yeah. I go at like, you know, if I, I'm going to see my sister, it's when no one else is there. You go in the after, like two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> yes, girl. You know. But it's like, but it's also like just for like, you know, just to see it's basically my sister, but she works in the healthcare industry. So okay. she's totally fine. She gets, you know, she tested all the time. time. Yeah. Her first vaccine. I mean, because that was something even Dan, my boyfriend, was saying, he was like, please don't bring that shit home. And it's like, I used to see my sister every day uh-huh. and now it's like, you know, I mean, at the beginning I didn't see her at all. Yeah. And then now, so now you know, how close like, you are as well. Yeah. We're thick as thieves, man. So, um, so yeah, so, you know, just being very aware of that, but it's like, I also have to go to work where we're very segregated from okay. the other shops around us, you mm-hmm. know, and everyone has to get, um, you know, we do the temperature thing. If you feel right. sick, don't go in, get tested. Yeah. So, and I only work with like maybe two to like maybe seven people at a time. Right. Okay. Um, double mask, all that stuff. So, you know, it's just one of those things where again, getting the vaccine, you know, if, if everyone feel better between the two of you. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's when we'll start kind of seeing our family more. Well, I haven't seen them for ages uh, because I've got like little nieces and nephews and stuff. Oh, I know, yeah. But like, my partner's a teacher, so he's obviously still going. He's still teaching like every day. It's like I just want to say, you guys on the Instagram are <laughs> adorable. Every time I, I'm like, God damn it, I'm like, this is just lovely. It looks like a ball, you know? <laughs> yeah, he is like a fun, fun loving motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like silly, like me, which is nice. That's important. Like yeah. me and Dan, like you know, we're, we're best friends, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we're, it, we're also very honest with each other and mm-hmm. he's helped, he's really helped me um, get through some, some shit too, you know? Yeah. And it's really through our humor. We have the same sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's the most attractive. Stop drinking with you as well. That, I mean, that was amazing. I mean, yeah. I, 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 cause I didn't tell, I didn't give him um, an ultimatum. I was no, just like, this no. is what I do. Yeah. And then he was like, you know, I'll, I'll do the same thing, you know? Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, thank you. And then <laughs> yeah, I was like, you don't have to, you know, but, um, <laughs> but no, it was also during, it was before quarantine. And then it was after that we did that narcissist album. And 
because he has a studio. Uh, and that was so great because I still got to do this musical outlet. Yeah, you some- still had something. Oh, so great because it's like, you know, is that, is that just the two of you that are doing that together? It's, it's the two of us, and then we have a drummer from mm-hmm. there was a band called Snowden from okay. Atlanta. It's amazing. And then we've got um, this guy, Andre, who does keys and synth. And then we have a bass player, Danny, and they've all been in bands before. Yeah. And um, we've only met up a few times to do a few little things. Mm-hmm. Um, in quarantine but it, it's just basically it was me and Dan mm-hmm. creating the band so yeah. we would write pretty much all the music and then they would come in and tweak like it, play a it for you. yeah 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 oh nice and it was just so great to have that that uh, musical outlet because you know Meredith from Code Hangers is up in Boston I wish Julia she... yeah she's been there oh. for like a year or two? Yeah, actually, I've got a vague recollection. And she's got she's got one of those big families where it's like everyone is at the one house, you know? Yeah, there's like it's, 10 of them all together. Yes, and they're all so tiny. I know, like when, so I, when I visit them, I feel like a goliath. I feel like a titan. Giant. Just like, the ceiling's very low. Um, <laughs> the toilets are very tiny. But um, but no, they're the best. I mean, the, her family became part of our family because on tour, we would always stay at her mom and stay dad. stay with her, yeah. And uh, uh, so, yeah. And then Julia is out in California. Yeah, so... she got married and moved out there and oh, they yeah. do the oh. festival and stuff, weren't they, together? Oh, yeah. They're they're always, I mean, just hustling, you know? Mm. Um, they started something called Happy Sundays, which right. they were throwing a festival. And then they had to pivot as well. I'm right. sorry. My new word is pivot. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I think everyone who watches this should have to drink every time I say pivot. Yeah, that's a good yeah. <laughs> I'll, do a, I'll do a little introduction so yeah when you listen yeah. when you listen to this have Hit a drink it. ready <laughs> <laughs> but no but you know they've even been uh you know she has her side project soft yeah. palms which is great with her husband yeah uh, so you know and then um yeah meredith's got her boyfriend uh he moved up there with her so i'm glad everyone's happy it is yeah. very it, i mean at the beginning you know, it's just the last thing we did was such a great way to kind of like end mm-hmm. the not, not the band, but like just end before quarantine yeah. was doing that coach fashion show with yes. Blondie. I was going to ask you about this. <laughs> Dude, I know. When I they couldn't said believe that, it when like, I saw it. Well, I could believe I like, it, but I was just the like, right band. Yeah, I was like, are they talking to the right band? Because how, we how, how did that happen? How did that come it, about? You know, <laughs> I'm the drummer, so <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I was just there. I don't know. No, I, I'm pretty sure it was Pam Garb uh, Gardner, uh, our our manager, and then yeah. someone got in touch with someone. It was one of those things where I was like, I don't think we can pull this off. Like, I don't know. This is, sounds crazy because it was like it was like in a very short time. It was like right. uh, within like maybe two months we had time to figure this out okay and um and yeah it's in the middle of a catwalk right so you had a little footprint yeah (laughs) someone told me it was the first time a live band had ever played during a a fashion walk or whatever and was it like was it new york fashion week yeah it was and uh and then blondie came out on the last song and and sang the last song with um with us and meeting her was just like she's so cool Debbie Harry is so like the coolest person on earth I'm oh pretty my much god and, and that's so awesome because it's like sometimes you know it's like you meet some of your you know musical idols yeah and, and maybe horrible. they're yeah well, they're a bit and, like Ugh. and I'm like oh no I'm like no I'm like well shit I don't even want to listen to your music anymore because <laughs> I'm so sensitive you know yeah. but um <laughs> But no, she was just such, such a, she's still such a babe inside yeah. and out. Like, she was just so cool. It's like, you know yeah, me. She oozes like, cool, doesn't she? She just looks so like. I was just like, God damn it, woman. Like, and you know, you've only, you know, played with everybody I've ever, yeah. you know. And she been, be, yeah. She's seven, about 70 also. I don't believe it. It's yeah. insane. I know. If I, if, I mean, I. She's done it right, man. But did you did you get to spend much time with it? Did you have to like rehearse and stuff? Or was it was like the day before the day. Yeah, we had one. So we did. Um, uh, we got a um, 
practice space up there. So we, and we worked with the guy from, um, oh my God, I'm totally blanking now. I'll, I'll remember later. But anyways, we worked with two of the guys who were involved in the fashion show. Okay. And, and so we practiced, they had like five different songs, you know, we practiced before individually. And then once we got up there, we got to practice together. And um, Blondie songs are really hard to play, yeah. <laughs> like, especially on drums. Like I was like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, yeah. and he's a lefty. So right. Woo. Uh, so anyways, but you know, we just, we just dumbed it down to code right. hanger style. <laughs> uh, you know, you fake it till you make it. And well, then that, uh, that's the deceptive thing, isn't it? About some pop music is people think it's really simple and just whatever. Exactly. It's actually quite complex and quite clever. Yeah. What, yeah. yeah it's very clever. That's a great yeah. word. That's a great word yeah. because it really is. And especially back then where, you know, there were no cheats, you know? Right. When yeah, you exactly. Playing, Just to play it. Yeah. That was straight up playing, man, uh -huh. you know? And um, yeah. So, I mean, but it was just such an honor and it was so much fun. And so the, the day before we went to the warehouse that they were doing the show yeah. at and he, uh, she just comes out of nowhere and just comes over and she's like, so you guys are co hangers And I'm like, duh. Like, uh -huh, Debbie. <laughs> I play drums. Like I didn't like I shut the fuck up real quick. I yeah, I don't know what I would do in that situation if but Debbie Harry. She came made up us feel me. comfortable and yeah, we yeah. practiced the one song with her and she was so cool. And uh it was just, you know, even before we went on, because we played like I think three songs before the the last one where she okay. she walked down the runway in like right. this amazing fabulous coach trench. Okay. And she walked down the runway to like join us and she's right. just such a badass oh, bitch. Ever so you were playing and then she just comes off the runway like she just comes out, yeah. Right. She might as well have like been on an elephant or a giraffe or something, you know. It's like, <laughs> you know, the clouds open up. Yeah. And uh, and then she starts singing the last part of the song with us, and it was just it was wild. It was just yeah. I felt <laughs> I just felt like such a redneck being there. <laughs> that was the last thing we did because we were supposed to do South by Southwest again, which right, we hadn't yeah. done in years, you know. Um, and then it was like a week before, and they're like, "It's they South by Southwest canceled." Yeah, they, and they, they canceled it really late as well, didn't they? it was yeah. like it was like a week before and so everyone that's when everyone was like oh like this is kind of like this is real you yeah. know can you imagine then, if that would have happened though that's like i don't know how many people are going to think it was a lot dude, no no way i'm so grateful that it did no. because that was another thing i brought up to our manager i was like well, here's the thing. Like, if we do just go for it, because this is before South by actually canceled and certain right. places, oh, we're going to keep going with it. I'm like, what if we get stuck there? I was yeah. like, what the hell do we do then? I got to walk back to Atlanta? Like, Jesus, like, I don't yeah, have any money. Austin, Austin is crazy during that week anyway. Like, you can't get a cab. You can't get a fucking hotel room. You can't get anything. No. Apart from, unless it's like what, a year. When, was your, when did you first go to South by? What, what was your first year? It was 2007 six or yeah. seven and it was nothing like the last time i went five or six i was years. just about to say that i Cause, think because we started 2006 ish and yeah. i think we went and we just jumped on we just piggybacked with like we did a house show with black lips i want to say 2007 2008 maybe right okay around there and uh played the worst show ever <laughs> <laughs> but it was so much fun it was a house party like who the fuck cares yeah and then and then we, that was something, because it wasn't anything like it. It wasn't corporate. No. It was very um, loose and it was, you know, you stay at friends' houses. This yeah, was before. Yeah. And they, I went to, yeah, I went to see people. There was a band that played like on a bridge somewhere. Yes, we went to, who do, I think it was like, we saw like, it was either like Shannon and the Clams or the OCs. Right. Or the Spits. You know, and they're just playing, like, you just got to find it. Yeah, oh, like, there's, like, a way back from six, I don't know if it's all the way, like, 12th or something, there's literally just a bit of a dirt car park that's not being used. There's, like, <laughs> sick a stage on it, like, put it there. Yeah, and, it just, and everyone, you know, and it was just all, like, this was before, like, 
you know, the blow up of Instagram or Facebook yeah. or the Dorito uh, stage in the middle of the fucking yeah. whatever oh, it is. Monster stage. I'm like, yeah. yeah. But, you know, and so I, I mean, we started slowly building and that was kind of what we would do just on our own. Yeah. Um, to just, we just wanted to be seen, you know? Yeah. And so we would take, you know, like a noon show, uh, yeah. at a barbecue place where there's like <laughs> little people who are like, we're playing it. Well, that's, we're playing what, it. that's what South by was. It, um, well, originally it was like an industry exactly. slash like promo thing, the whole thing, really. Yeah. And um, that's when it's like that you could get, you know, you you were playing to other musicians and then yeah. other people who were in the business and like and whatever. Yeah. And, and it was also such a great learning lesson of like yeah. how to just wing it and how to just you know be dirty and grimy and yeah, just it's don't pretty get hectic yeah. oh crazy i remember <laughs> one time i think we played 14 shows in three days oh my god and then we jumped on a school bus to go to a <laughs> music festival in monterey mexico where mm. we had to literally drag our instruments across the mexican border over it <laughs> And it was a it was a non corporate festival that this guy was throwing, and that was right about the time that the Mexican cartel was like doing that number where they were like chopping people's heads off and shit. Like, like oh, fuck it, like no big deal. Like, you know? And it was so disorganized, it was terrifying. So from Laredo, you know, to, uh, Nuevo Laredo, Texas, which is right on the border of yeah. Mexico mm -hmm. to Monterey should be at most a seven hour drive. Right. Well, the first trip took like 12 hours. Oh my God. And then we get to the place and it's just a field. <laughs> it's just in this beautiful like mountain area. Yeah. Um, we had no money. Uh -huh. We had, we thought they were going to provide some food. All yes. they provided was beer. Um, <laughs> we scrounged up like a couple of dollars to like split this, this sweet lady was selling like uh, scrambled eggs and beans. Uh -huh. Right. And then uh, it, it, it was just insane. And then the, the bus company that this guy had hired, like quit. And so we got stuck with these other bands on the side of the road in Monterey, Mexico. In the sweltering I, heat as well, I imagine. It was what well, it was really hot during the day and it was freezing, freezing at, night. at night. Yeah, yeah. And I brought like pineapple shorts and like, you know, like yeah and it was just like i was like i one of our fans actually ended up bringing us blankets and gloves and scarves oh and it was very sweet but then the trip back because the bus cut it took like 15 hours and we had How to get back? well a bus finally they got this bus to come pick us up with this other band who i can't remember the name um and then we got to the border and then they they got a flat so then we're at a gas station and so one of the buses that was almost there had to turn around and pick us up and it was just full of all these other musicians and they're pissed yeah, because they, they were almost there and i was like why didn't you just drop them off like <laughs> so we walk on and these people are just so pissed and mind you it's a school bus uh -huh. and i'm six feet one so great seating um <laughs> But it was just that feeling of you're just stuck and you have yeah. no control. But you know what? It, it, it being on tour like that, that shit happens, and um, it look it makes for a great story. You yeah, know? it teaches you patience. It's like you know yeah. what? And also just like touring abroad, even touring in the states, it's like you're never really lost. You just got to figure it out sometimes. Yeah, you gotta let it go because you're you're gonna get there. It might not be. It might take a bit longer. <laughs> it might take a little longer, but but I don't. That's why I don't mind waiting in the the line at the post office. <laughs> right? Yeah. You're like I've done like, worse than this. It's I'm not bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> so yeah. So fashion week's the last time you saw Minnie and everybody. You just yeah. We just did there. a little. Um, we're we're putting something out, and I don't know if I should talk about. I don't know <laughs> if I should talk about it, but we are putting out. A little ditty okay um, that's all i'll say but it was the first time we've done something where mm -hmm. you know 
I laid down the drum, send it to Julia, send it to Meredith, and then we right. got it all, it all together. together. Uh-huh. And it actually sounds really good. <laughs> so I'm excited that, you know, we could actually attempt that. Yeah. We haven't do anything like that before. You normally just do um, it all together in person. Totally. And that's yeah. like such a code hangers, like code of ethics, you know, yeah. it's like for one for all or whatever, you know, it's like, um, just everything together. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. So, but it, it was just so great to see that we could still do that, you know, yeah. being so far apart. So. Maybe that's how people are just do bands now. <laughs> Remote bands. I don't know what the hell's going to happen. You know, it's like, I feel like also a lot of bands, like right before the quarantine that were so yeah. good. They're about to put out another out like yeah. their first album or you know put out a new album and then they just get creamed so um so i hope you know bands will will you know once um things slowly start coming back together uh-huh. you know bands won't get deterred by still wanting to do it yeah even though they were fucked you know <laughs> fucked over um because yeah i mean it's like my of course you gotta love like the classic huge bands you know but it's like what's really important to me is like seeing those bands that are just getting started and just yeah. finding the voice and like hungry. and yeah they're hungry for it and they're so excited and they're young and it's just like oh like you're so cute like i remember <laughs> that i remember you know I remember being that enthusiastic all the time. <laughs> so much energy yeah so i just hope that comes back i hope you know, people don't get too caught up in like uh, not wanting to to physically tour and all that jazz. Right. The feeling of you know being in a van with your best friends mm-hmm. and like being on the road and like traveling from one coast to the other. Mm. I mean, it's, a fu- it's just it's some of my best memories, you know. Yeah. And yeah. and it's um, it, it doesn't it doesn't but especially earlier on, it didn't matter if it was like a hundred people. Or like 10 people. 10 people, yeah. Just yeah. being able to explore, you know, and then we got lucky enough to come see you and, yeah. you know, get to Europe <laughs> a couple times, you know, mm-hmm. and other places in the world. I mean, there's no way on God's green earth that I would have been able to to travel that much if it wasn't right. for the band. Uh-huh. And it's like, I mean, it's got to be, I, I think it makes you more respectful of other cultures and yeah and just self-aware in general I think and like you said just things like being patient because stuff doesn't always go like you think it's gonna go or people right. do stuff differently here or um and then also just the way like people treat each other and mm-hmm. you know just um it, it's just it's a really great thing I, I wish that was a a thing that people could do more often, more easily. Yeah. So, getting out of the freaking house. Like, yeah. Uh, I just want to change the scenery. Oh, oh my God. It. Please, God. Like, <laughs> me and Dan talking about just going to like the mountains up in Georgia. It's like two hour drive. Yeah. Cause you're not far Maybe away from stuff like that. Beach, yeah. Six hour drive. And I was just like, like, I, it's just because we haven't, I mean, you know, cause usually Dan's other band would, He's, you know, he's been in a bunch of different bands where he was living in a van, just like me and the coat hangers. Yeah. And just like traveling just in general mm-hmm. and just like, oh, fuck it. Let's go here for the weekend or let's yeah. do this. you know. And then um, which is still a privilege, but it's just yeah. like it's still a part of like our just as you. It's just yeah. like it's a main part of your life. Yeah. And having that. Like just not being able to do that is just like, oh, shit. Yeah. It's a feeling of like cooped up. Yeah. Or just being able to even just plan something so you've got kind of something, something to look forward, forward to. to. Oh, yeah. it's not like a little old woman. Oh, I'm going to look forward to this. Oh, we're going yeah, to go Like just having, just knowing that you can, at some point you can go do something or go somewhere. But which you said is like a massive privilege in itself. You're like so lucky to be yeah. able to do that. But right. This, yeah, it is just a change of scenery. We yeah. had to sell our, our tour van because we just couldn't afford it. Yeah, anymore. it's just sitting there. It's like, a shame. Yeah, it was just sitting there. Well, we've been through two because we, right. we ruined the first, but after touring for, you know, 13 years, you know, we had put a lot of miles on the clock there. A lot of miles. Yeah. I mean, over 100,000. And it was like, like losing a, like a animal or something. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds awful. It was losing a piece of me is what I should say. I yeah. felt very, like, 
No, because well, you know, like, it just it becomes so familiar, doesn't it? You spend so much time sat in it. Yeah, I mean, you spend all of your time. I mean, it's like yeah. you know the drives or you know, and then, you know, sleeping in the van. I mean, there's there, you know, especially back in the day before we could afford hotels, it's like yeah. we would literally sleep in the van and, mm-hmm. you know, you, we'd have stuffed animals and blankets and filler. <laughs> I mean, we, we drilled it out, you know, yeah, yeah. Uh, but we wanted to make it comfortable and, yeah, of course. and, you know, we had foods, food stashes and like, you know, um, <laughs> other stashes <laughs> like, you know you just get so comfortable to yeah. you know and and that's something that you know it's probably not something we'll do like we used to do yeah uh, obviously because we don't have the van anymore um I mean I I don't know I don't know when things are going to get normal mm-hmm. as you know quote unquote um and now it's like we're all like meredith has like a real you know she's working her ass off i'm going to school and working my butt off julia's working her butt off it's just everyone's trying to stay afloat right now well yeah everyone's having to completely diversify diversify what they're doing or just pivot pivot. (laughs) (laughs) like so many people are falling through the cracks like people obviously in bands um and then like everyone that taught would tour with them that aren't on like retainers or something with some huge band, which right. I suppose wouldn't be a thing now anyway. Or like, I don't know, you know, stage managers, lighting, lighting. I can't even whatever. imagine. Like, they can't do it. Yeah. And that's like a really, niche, really shows happen. yeah, really specific, really niche skill set that they can't do anything right now like, because they don't have a regular like employer. They don't work for a theater or for exactly. a venue or whatever. So there's so many people that like fall in through the cracks that are just really yeah. stuck. So they're just trying to do yeah. whatever they can really. To keep whatever they can. And, that, and that's, Bad. you know, what we were saying, like, how do you get back to normal? Like, yeah. you know, especially if you're a band that was just starting out like early on, yeah. you have to go back to like, getting a menial job or or even like i hate to say menial because it's like you know i've worked plenty of menial jobs like yeah. dishwashing uh-huh. or you know barbacking or waitressing but it's just hard work when yeah, you know is. you're only feet all day long hours something that you love and then yeah. like i just hope they don't lose the tenacity and the hunger and the and the happiness that it mm-hmm. makes them to be in a band yeah. you know? Because once, like, there's no way at at 39 that I could do what Code Hangers did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 15 years ago. 15 years 14 ago, years yeah. Ago, 13, 10 years ago. There's just no way. I could never, like, and it's not because of, like, the mental thing. It's mm-hmm. because of, like, the physicalness of yeah. it. <laughs> I don't know. I work from here to the fridge and I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, I, you know, it's like, I, uh, I go to, I wake up at usually around eight or nine. I go to bed around eight or nine. Like that's yeah. my day. You know, <laughs> so I can't like, that is definitely a young person's game yeah. having to, having to sleep in the shittiest of shitty places. And yeah, you know, sleeping not being when you're six foot tall as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fit anywhere. Crystal. <laughs> Meredith would be all curled up yeah. on like, you know, passenger seat. Yeah, on the side, like a cat club, just curled up on the seat next to you. And I'm just like, sprawled out. Like, uh, I have nowhere to go. But no, I am not complaining about touring. No. It was it's definitely been the best highlight of my life. Uh-huh. I miss it so much. Yeah. I I am so grateful for everything we've gotten to do. And- I miss everyone too. It's so weird not like, just, I just haven't seen anybody. And I've not... I mean, I've spoke to my friends, but like, like you said, I'm not really like much, that much of a phone person. I'll kind of like text people. But since exactly. Done, you want to talk? Um, Check. Yeah. Since I've done a handful of these, I'm like, oh God, it just actually be really nice just to see. Some well, when you, now. when I saw you starting this, I was like, yes, girl. Yes. I was like, why haven't you done this before? <laughs> I know. Because you know, everyone <laughs> and you're just such a friend to everyone. It's not mm. like, it's not this bullshit, you know, podcast know. where when we would get interviewed or something right yeah it's a bit contrived well people didn't even listen to our music right they just didn't know anything about you why are we doing this like you are perfect for this girl you were made you you're born to do this girl i was so honored when you asked me because i was seeing the guys that you had on and i was like am i am i big enough to do this yes (laughs) well i wanted yeah i definitely you're one of the first people i thought of to speak 
speak to. Well, thank well, you so much for talking to me. It's Chris been lovely. Much. Oh, I, I love you, you too. So <laughs> Hopefully, you know, I would I would love it if you know narcissists could come over there. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah actually, hopefully, like this time next year, maybe we'll be able to do stuff. But I, I know. know. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Have so a good rest of your day. And good luck okay. with school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you later. All right. See you soon. Bye. So there you go. That was Stephanie Luke from The Coat Hangers. Thank you so much, Steph, for doing that. It was great. Lovely to speak to you. She's just the coolest. And Debbie Harry. How cool. I'm insanely jealous. Can you imagine? Debbie Harry just walking up to you and being like, oh, hey. And knowing who you are? Crazy. Uh, anyway, I hope you enjoyed that. Thank you for listening again. Don't forget, give us a follow on um, Instagram at party underscore mom underscore pod. Uh, give us a follow and like on there. All the updates and everything are always on that page. We're on Facebook too. If you search Party Mom Plus One. Uh, Party Mom, by the way. M-O-M. It's a long story. Let's, don't ask me why. <laughs> uh, yeah, so follow us on Instagram, Facebook if you prefer. Share, like, subscribe, all that stuff. And don't forget, if you're on Apple Podcasts, you can leave us the little star reviews and little comments and stuff like that as well, which we love. Uh, we? I? There's only one of me. There's only one party, mum. <laughs> anyway, stay safe, everybody. See you next week. <laughs>